Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your Hello, Andrew. Hey there, Edwin. John chapter 10, one of my favorite chapters in this entire gospel account from John. You know, I realized that I came into this studio through a door. You did. There was only way to only one way to get into the text talk studio and you went through the door and i went through the door you didn't come through the window i did not you wow i think a thief or a robber might a thief or a robber might i might be setting up a little bit what we're going to talk about today maybe we should talk about doors today (laughs) you want to read for us from john chapter 10 got john 10 verses 1 through 10 and i'll be reading from the new king james version today most assuredly i say to you he who does not enter the sheepfold by the door but climbs up some other way The same is a thief and a robber, but he who enters by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. To him the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them, and the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Yet they will by no means follow a stranger, but will flee from him, for they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this illustration, but they did not understand the things which he spoke to them. Then Jesus said to them again, Most assuredly, I say to you, I am the door of the sheep. All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved, and he will go in and out and find pasture. The thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy. I have come that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. I am so confused. Well, um, in what respect? I thought Jesus was the good shepherd. I didn't got there yet, did I? No, (laughs) we talked about that yesterday. We we said, hey, from John 10, you can't talk about John 10 without talking about Jesus being the good shepherd. Well, you got a shepherd all over there. And he he said there's a there's a like a legitimate shepherd that comes in through a door. But then he starts by saying, I am the door. Yeah. So, you know, we've taken our conversation topics a little bit out of order, at least as far as just how Jesus deals with it in this chapter. But but obviously the big emphasis is on him being the good shepherd. But first, he, so in the first couple of verses, he gives a parable. And right. in this parable, he's just talking yeah. about sheep and shepherds, and he's just telling people, hey, this is the way it is. You, you guys know how it is. If a guy's climbing the fence to get to the sheep, you know what that guy is. Yeah, that's pretty sus. <laughs> that, that guy's <laughs> a thief and a robber. Who's the shepherd? Well, he's the guy that goes through the door. Mm-hmm. He's the guy that goes through the door. And, and they'll listen to that guy because they know his voice. Yeah, I think that's kind of interesting to me. Is that who 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 has some discernment here? Well, the sheep do. A the sheep bit. do. Yeah. If it's the shepherd, they'll hear his voice. They'll yeah. go along. Yeah. These other ones are going to be troubling to the sheep. And so he says, if a stranger comes along and tries to call them, they they not only will they not listen to that guy, they'll actually run away from that guy. Mm-hmm. They'll mm-hmm. flee that guy. And so, okay, cool. I've told you this great story about sheep and shepherds, and folks are like, oh, okay, but they're not getting it. And well, so, yeah. I was going to say, so our mind goes to maybe because it's a person, right? And so it's easier to equate Jesus with the shepherd. Here's a person in this story than with this inanimate. 
well, door. I mean, I think that's true. That's true. That's not the, the but the part that's confusing me, and we all know he's the good shepherd, is that so they don't understand the parable. And then he said, well, okay, I'll explain it. Now, his explanation throughout the first half of this chapter is actually even more parable-ish. Is that a word? There's a lot of parable aspect to his explanation, but it's kind of this hybrid of, all right, I'm telling you about this story I just told you, but even as I tell you more about it, there's still some parable here. Yeah, because he, he does not start off with, I'm the good shepherd. No. He starts off with, I'm the door. He says so, it twice in verse 7 and in verse 9. I am the door. I am the door. So... Uh, okay, when I say I'm confused, this is one of those times I am using that kind of rhetorically. I've walked through this. I'm I'm not as confused now as I used to be. But here, Jesus is two things in this parable. He is, and and that seems like cheating. <laughs> yeah, and he is the door, and he is the shepherd. And what what makes it even more difficult? He's two things. He's the shepherd that goes through the door. So he's he's the door, but he's the shepherd that goes through himself. And, uh, yeah. you know, when I start walking through that way, I, I kind of get a little bit why we get to the end. And some folks are saying, well, I, I don't understand this guy. He's demon possessed. He's insane. Now, I, I, that I know that seems that's a- far afield to say, but yes. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just saying, I think one of our struggles with parable, we're so used to parable and we have so heard that parable is just a masterful way to teach. We neglect to see the how parables were used. I'm back in Ezekiel. Mm-hmm. Ezekiel, God has Ezekiel tell parables. He's like, "Why are you having me tell parables? These people are looking at me and saying, "Well, he's just a parable teller." We have determined that it's a masterful way to teach. But keep in mind, when Jesus started teaching that way, the apostles themselves are like, "Why are you doing this?" If it was just so easy, if it was just so clear, if it was just bring the cookies down on the bottom shelf, they wouldn't have asked, why are you doing this? I mean, it would have been apparent and obvious. Yeah, he would He would give the teaching, purposefully confusing some people. Yes. So that the ones who really want to know will come and ask. Yes. Who will come and follow. Yeah. I, now, I, I do admit, yes, you're right to say demon-possessed and insane is a bit afar afield of just okay, these are weird stories, I'm not following you. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. that's, that's an extreme thing. I think they get to that extreme place because, well, one, the Pharisees are trying to mount that counter-narrative right. because of the miracles. Yeah. And so, okay, we get it. But, but then the others are like, eh, you know, there actually seems to be a lot more wisdom here than insanity. And, and this, is, this is the divide. Well, this is the divide. Well, let's uh, uh, explore. You're right. Let's explore the parable a little bit. Yeah, door of the sheep. The significance of a door. What does that mean? All right. So to my mind, we have the idea of, of course, entrance, but like legitimate entrance. This is the one way and the proper way to move in and out of the sheepfold, Mm -hmm. okay, which would be kind of this pin, but probably using a lot of rocks there in the terrain in order to create it. Sure. And, and so people are climbing yeah, as opposed to cutting wire or something to get in at these sheep. And it's the way to get in. And if you're just going to talk about the way shepherding worked, well, the shepherd would go through the door. Mm-hmm. But who else would go through the door? Well, we have a doorkeeper mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Mm, but who else? The sheep. The sheep. Yeah, the sheep go <laughs> the through flock. the door. Which, so th- here's the thing. So Jesus tells this parable in the, the first couple of verses. Folks don't understand it, so he starts giving explanation. He says, look, this is what, you, what I just told you. This story I just told you mm-hmm. about sheep and shepherds and doors and gatekeeper, you need to understand something about me. I'm the door. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what you need to know about that. Here's what's important. I mean, yes, in the story I talked about a shepherd going through the door, but what you need to understand about that is that the shepherd will lead you. If you're following the shepherd, the shepherd will lead you. 
mm-hmm. through the door. It's through the door that you will go in and out and find pasture. Okay, so now in the in this initial parable, what is the important thing for Jesus' audience to know? Jesus' audience must know. I go through Jesus. Mm-hmm. I need to follow Jesus. Yeah. He is so much the good shepherd. The good shepherd goes through the door. He is so much the good shepherd. He's also the door <laughs> that the good shepherd goes through. I need to go through him. And no one comes to the Father but by me because I am the way, mm-hmm. the truth, mm-hmm. and the life. It's another way of saying that. He uses the door also. I, I keep using this word legitimate. I, I can't think of a better word. Mm-hmm. But the contrast being in verse 8, whoever came before me are thieves, robbers. The sheep did not hear them. In this parable, there is one right way to come that says this is the genuine one you need to hear and you need to follow. He comes in the right way. Okay, and whether that's about the prophetic expectation or just the fact that he is who he is. He is the son of God. Um, but he has come the right way. Follow him, hear his voice. So we have a contrast. Certainly there's a contrast between the shepherd and the thieves and the robbers, but what we also see here is a contrast between the sheep and the thieves and the robbers, mm-hmm. which makes me think, I mean, first, I, I, I do, initially I have the confusion, well, wait a minute, what's the contrast? Well, maybe I don't have to figure that out. Maybe there's just, there's a contrast between all of these things. And then I remember Matthew chapter 7 and verse 15, where Jesus said, Beware false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but mm-hmm. inwardly are ravenous wolves. Yeah. Now, I mean, this is using some of the same language to make different points because I tend to think the wolf is the devil, but here it's the false prophets yeah. and the false teacher. Or in Matthew 7, it's the false prophets, false prophets and false teachers. Right. But of course, maybe that's because the false prophets and false teachers are, whether they know it or not, minions of the wolf. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, we, we see all this kind of overlapping, but and this is the you know, the way parables work as it's getting us to realize this picture. It says, but who do I need to be? Who do I need to be in this picture? I need to be sheep who go in and out the door right. following the good shepherd. I, I'm only going to get to God by following Jesus. I'm only going to find good pasture by following Jesus. And that's a really powerful thing because what it points out is the good shepherd knows what's best for the sheep. Mm-hmm. And the good shepherd, he shows the way to what is best for the sheep. Whatever the shepherd says to us, whatever the voice of the shepherd leads, man, that's good living. Now, now we may face the teeth of wolves at times because of that. And by that, I mean, we may face persecution. We may face belittling. We may suffer because that does happen. But look, the shepherd knows the good life. The world doesn't know it. The wolves don't know yeah. it. The strangers, the thieves, and the robbers, they don't know it. But the shepherd does, and he takes us through the door, which is the shepherd himself. I need to follow Jesus. The door itself also becomes a symbol of not only entrance, but protection. Oh, yeah. It can be open for the sheep to come in and out, but it can be closed. Mm. And when it is closed, now the thieves and the robbers, they have a very difficult time getting in. They have to come in other ways and climbing over for to do their evil things. And we need to appreciate, or I think see in this, that Christ is our protector. Christ yeah. is the protector. Yeah. He is the protector. I, I also think, you know, I think about the ones who are trying to get in, but I do know that sheep sometimes try to get out mm-hmm. a different way. 
just in the story of shepherding, some of the things I've read is that sheep sometimes find the door a little stifling. They they look through the fence and they see grass over there and they think it's greener on the other side. So they start trying to edge their way through the fence or they start trying to paw and dig their way out or, or whatever they might do. They try to get somewhere else by going somewhere other than the way the door is. Again, what I need to understand, the thieves and the robbers, they're not... They're not going to take me to anything good. Right, Don't right. jump into their arms. Don't jump into their arms. Run from them. Mm-hmm. Run from the strangers. Mm-hmm. Run from those voices. Okay? But also, look, don't don't get uh, disgruntled with the fold. Don't dis- get, di- get disgruntled with the pasture that yeah. the shepherd is taking us to. The, the enemy is trying to make his pasture look better, but it is not. Yeah. It is not. Stay with the shepherd. Go through the door. Don't try to get through the fence slats or pull down the bricks. Or no, not the bricks, the stones. Don't try to paw your way out. Stick with the shepherd. Go through the door. Amen. I think we should wrap up. I think we should. You got to lead us in a prayer about that. Holy God, thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, who is our shepherd and is the door, who is the way, who is the truth, who is the life. We are so thankful for him. And we want to know his voice. Lord, motivate us to be in your word that we may know your voice, that we may know the voice of your son and your spirit, that we may distinguish so that we know when when from out of the mouths of people around us, our culture, the movies we watch, the stories we listen to, the songs we hear, even sometimes from our very own friends, that we will know when we're hearing your voice, when we're hearing the stranger's voice. Help us, Lord God, to hang on to you and to follow Jesus because he knows the way. And it's through him that we pray this prayer. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.